Hi everyone, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Rachelle, and this is Bible Readings with 806. We're back and we're better than ever. Come on. So in the last chapter, we looked at um, Jacob finding out that his brother Esau was coming after him. With an army of 400 men. Yeah. And he was scared and he had every reason to be scared because he brought this upon himself. Do we feel sorry for Jacob? You feel sorry for him? I mean... I don't. I don't, it's not that I feel, I, I, I feel deceived, sorry he for him. He deceived his father not. and his brother. It, it's not, for me, it's just, it is what it is. It's not that I feel sorry for him or not. It, it just is what it is. Well, I explicitly feel no remorse for Jacob. <laughs> you brought this upon yourself. But sometimes okay. we don't bring things upon ourselves. But this time he really did. And we actually okay, have an account really of this did. and there were witnesses. Okay, he really did, he really did, he really did. He knew, that's why he prayed. That's why he said all those cattle to his brother. He knew, he knew. So yeah, we're I gonna mean, look he, at. He knows how to ask for forgiveness. Let's just put it like that, then. Yeah, he learned now. You better know how to beg. You better beg, beg for mercy, mercy, please. So yeah, we're gonna see now the the reunion between the Cramp twins, Jacob and Esau. Let's see how this goes. Let's see. Are you excited? I'm actually excited. Really? I'm actually excited. I think because I also know. How the story's gonna go. I had to keep myself from saying certain things Ooh. in our last episode. So now it can all come out. I know. Wow. Maybe I should just read slowly then. Why you make like this? Jacob and Esau make peace. <laughs> You're even reading the title. <laughs> Genesis chapter 33. You're going. Verse one. <laughs> then Jacob looked up and saw Esau coming with his 400 men. Oh my gosh. So he divided the children. <laughs> That's when you know you've got kids, but you have to divide them up. <laughs> <laughs> I divide my students in class, you know. I don't, you know, dividing children. Yeah, you've got those kids. So he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and his two servant wives. He put the servant wives and their children at the front. Eesh. Leah and her children next. And Rachel and Joseph last. Then Jacob went on ahead. As he approached his brother, he bowed to the ground seven times before him. Then Esau ran to meet him and embraced him, threw his arms around his neck and kissed him, and they both wept. I'm weeping now. Then Esau looked at the women and children and asked, Who are these people with you? These are the children God has graciously given to me, your servant. Jacob replied, Then the servant wives came forward with their children and bowed before him. Next came Leah with her children and they bowed before him. Finally, Joseph and Rachel came forward and bowed before him. And what were all the flocks and herds I met as I came? Esau asked. Jacob replied, they are a gift, my lord, to ensure your friendship. You better ensure it. My brother, I have plenty, Esau answered. Keep what you have for yourself. But Jacob insisted, no, if I have found favor with you, please accept this gift from me. And what a relief to see your friendly smile. He was definitely pissing himself then. It is like seeing the face of God. Okay, relax, exaggeration. That's what you call flattery. 
<laughs> Jacob was Nigerian. <laughs> wow. Please take this gift I have brought to you, for God has been very gracious to me. I have more than enough. And because Jacob insisted, Esau finally accepted the gift. Wow, Esau said. Let's be going. I will lead the way. But Jacob replied, You can see, my lord, that some of my children are very young, and the flocks and herds have their young too. If they are driven too hard, even for one day, all the animals could die. Please, my lord, go ahead of your servant. We will follow slowly at a pace that is comfortable for the livestock and the children. I will meet you at Seir. All right, Esau said, but at least let me assign some of my men to guide and protect you. Jacob responded, that's not necessary. It's enough that you've received me warmly, my lord. So Esau turned around and started back to Seir that same day. Jacob, on the other hand, traveled on to Sukkoth. There he built himself a house and made shelters for his livestock. That is why the place was named Sukkoth, which means shelters. Later, having traveled all the way from Padam Aram, Jacob arrived safely at the Tower of Shechem in the land of Canaan. There he set up camp outside the town. Jacob bought the plot of land where he camped from the, fa the family of Hamor, the father of Chechem, for 100 pieces of silver. And there he built an altar and named it El Elohi Israel. Halas. Amen, 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 amen. Anticlimactic, but not, not unsatisfactory. It was just a sweet reunion. They kissed, they hugged, they wept. They said, well, I'm blessed. I'm blessed too. Come with me, Naji. Make a shelter. Bam. Bam. That really is the story. That is. That really is. I think Esau, what's really interesting is part of the reason why I think anyway, Esau did not um, attempt to harm or kill his brother other than the fact that, yes, God protected Jacob, which goes without saying. Um, but it's because he had his own. I think if Esau was poor or didn't have anything... His bitterness would have grown. His bitterness would have grown. But it's like it was enough. All he wanted, really, when he, when he wanted the blessing from Isaac, all he wanted is just his own wealth. Yeah. Whereas... His own portion. His own portion, but... In a way where when he said, but is there nothing left for me? It's kind of like, well, that means I have no money. I have no inheritance. I have no wealth. I have nothing. I have no future. I have no future. Whereas clearly he does. He's done very well for himself. For you to be the head of 400 men. Um, so you can see where in God choosing Jacob, you know, it wasn't just about the wealth. It was also about his obedience, his, his, his worship. You know, because he keeps at key points, he does just like is it Abraham when he says, and Abraham built an altar, and so on. He he makes sure that he acknowledges God and and gives reverence to God. He really just wanted to make sure that there was forgiveness on Esau's part. Yeah, and then that was enough. We don't need to live together or anything. You go your way, I go my way, but I just I need your forgiveness. Mm. And sometimes that's what that's what reconciliation looks like. It's not always, okay, now we're going to try and be as close as we were beforehand or before 
we had our disagreement. It just means that accepting that there's peace between you and then just continuing about your life as you were. Yeah. It is nice to see that Esau has forgiven him. And I think also when it comes down to it, they're family. Mm. And as far as we're concerned, it's just those two. So what do you gain from killing your brother? Mm. Yeah, you get, you know, vengeance, but at the end of the day, then you're lonely. That's your that's your blood, basically. So And that that would mean it's a reflection of you, isn't mm. it? Your brother does well. It looks good on you mm. and you do well, it looks good on your brother. So I do think over those years, Isa had plenty of time to, to think. Also he's older, but had plenty of time to think. And I think, like he said, especially because he wasn't lacking, I think his business just really just instead of growing, it just dwindled yeah. with time. And also, maybe that's also the favor of God because had Jacob not had stayed those 20 years mm. with Laban and his family. Maybe that wouldn't have. If he had set off foot mm-hmm. a lot sooner, so married Rachel and then bounced. Yeah. Maybe Esau would have still been, his his um, his um vengeance and his, his bitterness would have still been ripe. Yeah. And it would have been thriving. And that would have been a perfect time for him to still exact revenge on him. But mm. as time had passed, things died down. So I do think actually, sometimes these things are really a blessing in disguise. Mm. What we consider to be a hindrance or a delay, mm. um, God is working things in that, that we can't see. A what, a what. So, a what. And it's true, it's like, it's this thing where we we expect or we, we assume that God's protection looks a certain way. Yeah. Whereas in this instant, it, the protection actually was a period of time. Yeah. Not that God intended it to be that way. I'm not, I'm not saying that he intended for Laban to deceive, you know, but it's this thing of he, all things work together yeah. for our good. So he used that as an opportunity to work on Esau's heart, Jacob's heart, for the for the sake of you know for the sake of peace of peace of 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 nations of because the thing about this is these things they just as we have seen they just repeat with the next generation the next family so if you can nip it in the bud now let's do that if not our kids and our kids kids are going to be at war with each other yeah 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 I, i do like that i like that that line of thinking just about what we might deem as delays or actually sometimes an act of God. Um, and I think it's definitely hard though in those times to to see what God is doing. So sometimes my prayer is always like, God, like just help me to see what you're doing. For me, because I just need to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely hard. Yeah. In in those times, I've I've prayed those prayers, but when he doesn't answer, I'm like, okay, help me to trust your heart. Mm. When you're not, because clearly you you ain't you ain't finished on me because you want me to trust, mm. and so help me to. The more you get to know his character, is the more you're able to just. That's fine. He he knows what he's doing. Mm. I have faith in that. Yeah. Even if I can't see it, and you know, because it's scary. And I think also just when you look at what happened to Jacob in that time, that was twenty years of service, twenty years of working hard. Um, and being diligent with his work, even though he was being cheated every time. Like I said, his wages was changed 10 times. Um, and working under somebody that, I think maybe Jake, Jacob could have been like Laban. Mm. 
he could have been Laban in the future if he had continued down his path of being deceitful. So I think like um, he needed to go through that. That was his training. That was his rigorous training. Um, and whatever that was in there, God needed that to be to be worked out of him. Um, for him to also be able to have the, like we said, the maturity to not try and seek his own way, mm -hmm. but turn to God mm -hmm. and put his trust in God. Because everything else prior to that, especially at inception when he deceived his father and, and stole his brother's um, inheritance and birthright, um, or the blessing, I guess you can call it, that was him trying to do things his own way. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think you, I think hindsight, obviously, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. You don't really know in the time, but I guess it just reinforces the idea that just be diligent with what you know God has told you already. Yeah. Um, just be diligent in what you do. Yeah. And your character, like that has to be something that we place um, a lot of importance on. Yeah. Because it really, like I said, your character, character can't be made in a day. It's no. something that is it's, it's built over time. Yeah. It's like, you know, I don't know, making a, a stone statue or something. And you have yeah. to just like chip away at things bit by bit by bit by bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, now, that, now that I'm seeing this this um, reconciliation or this reunion unfold, I'm like, yeah, he needed those 20 years. Yeah, yeah. For real. And I think what what you said was interesting about him seeing Liban and seeing that this could have been him. That awareness, it was, it was not for him to, um, or the image of Liban, it was not for him to replicate. It was for him to identify those character flaws and make a conscious decision that I am not going to be like that. Yeah. And so how else can it be done is also him experiencing it. He's realizing, Oh, this is how my brother felt when I deceived mm. him. This is how my father felt when I deceived him. I don't want to make another person feel this way. You know, it's that thing where you endure and go through what, and it, it's funny that it had to happen in this way and this length of time, your, the wages being changed, your the, you got deceived into marrying, someone else all of these things I don't know if this speaks to the stubbornness of Jacob's heart <laughs> <laughs> or you know but clearly God knew the outcome of what it would happen it's that refining process that pruning yeah where now your name has now changed because you are no longer that person you are literally a new creation yeah You're no longer Jacob you can't you can therefore not be identified as Jacob anymore you must be identified as as Israel that's true. We didn't. We barely. We didn't even touch on that. Yeah, in the last with episode. the last That's one. Um, and the meaning of El Elohi Israel literally means God, the God of Israel. You know, he he, Jacob now Israel knows who is his God. Mm -hmm. God is my God. He knows. You can see his relationship now with God just change from that time in Bethel. You know, when he had the dream, to now it's like there's an assurance there's a conviction there's there's safety in him saying god is my god beautiful how tight jacob aka israel aka israel so now we have to remember to say <laughs> israel now ji fantastic he's I finally love, grown up i love it i love it next chapter chapter tw uh, 34 not 24 genesis 34 thanks for listening guys